This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. We're good. Hey, Suzanne. Hi, Rubin. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing this morning? It's nice. It's a... Beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I always call these like Chamber of Commerce days. Why is that? Because it's like the day, if you work for the Chamber of Commerce of San Francisco, this is the day you'd want everyone to visit because it's so beautiful and perfect. <laughs> it's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's sunny and clear and lovely and all been, the boroughs. It has been amazing. I went kayaking this weekend. Oh, you did? Yeah. How it was, was it? It was great. Did just, you go to McCovey Cove? Uh, no, I was in Sausalito. Oh, nice. Even yeah. Also very, very nice. It's, it's great. I mean. Have you kayaked before? I have kayaked before. So you didn't fall in? No, I didn't bring my camera. Oh, because you were worried about falling in. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried. I was just. I kind of wanted to just be present with kayaking and not yeah. be looking at everything through that lens. Yeah, I like it. It's like yeah. your story about the volcano. It is just like the volcano, yeah. except you know, not as dangerous. The lava. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> other molten liquid beneath you <laughs> right. that wouldn't singe you and kill you. Um, so how are you doing? What's been? Have you been taking pictures? I have actually. Um, I, okay, so I, I'm not like plugging Apple or anything, but as you know, I just upgraded um, a short time ago to the iPhone 10. Yeah. Uh, I'm still getting used to the interface where I'm swiping, what's left, what's right, what's down, what's yeah, up. Yeah. Um, so I feel a little bit of a Luddite, but the pictures are amazing. It's a, and it's I, a great camera. Yeah, I just, yeah. it's, it's. It's interesting how much more I want to take pictures because they just turn out so much better. It's not like I was at a birthday party last night and it was uh, super fun. And the pictures I was taking in a sort of dimly lit um, Mexican restaurant, Velvet Cantina in the Mission, which is mm. if you've been there, it's kind of all red lights and things like that. Um, the pictures never would have turned out on my 6S, for example. They, they and might have. I, I don't know. They might have. Well, maybe, maybe just not with my skill set. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. I might have been with a DSLR, (laughs) right? Okay. But what I was able to get, it was just, it was so fun. It was so rewarding. So I actually felt like I've been taking a lot more pictures just because more of them are sort of turning out in a way that is is cool and exciting. And um, I think the portrait mode is really fun. But I still struggle when, when I'm trying to, when I'm trying to go out and take pictures and I'm like, okay, let's take good pictures. It's really paralyzing. It's it really, is. It's really kind of hard to be like, what is, you know, to have this sort of endless options and, you know, kind of this blank canvas. Yeah, it, it's it's hard. The blank canvas problem is a legitimate artist problem. Yes. Yeah. Artists talk about it all the time. You yeah. sit there staring at a, a writers and they're looking at a blank page. Exactly. And like, how do you even start? I think the, what you'll generally be told is just start. Exactly. But it's so it's, it's so very hard. stressful <laughs> my mother is a painter and so what she will do very often is um just do like a color wash on the on the canvas just to kind of get it get it started it like takes the edge off i think that's good i i um sometimes if i'm not feeling like taking pictures i will you know you make yourself pull the camera out and just start like don't set a very high bar just right. start taking pictures of anything yep and 
kind of once you kind of start moving into that, I think it's a little easier. I have, um, well, you know, I, I've you have a bunch of games. Yeah, I, I make games. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like the word games, but I think all artists would agree that it's nice constraints are really good blank canvas is death and constraints are nice and so you call them like levity challenges i don't have a word for it i mean i keep calling these things haiku right or or sketches and i do think that um, my photographs just like sort of the videos i used to make are the terms i would use are like gestural they're just little caricatures. They're little sketches of this moment quickly done without it. They're not like studio productions with equipment and, and lots of uh, agenda. They're just fun whimsies, right? And so, yeah, I have these constraints, these sort of poetic constraints. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I, I'm, I know I'm going to be trying to do it in black and white, and I'm not going to crop it, and mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get this picture um, and your sister has like constraints. With yeah, her so um, I uh, shown you some of my sister's pictures. We'll get our, my sister on here. She's yeah. actually a. She's great. She's, she's pretty cool. Incredibly and articulate. And she has a she's a good uh, photographer, but she has this thing where she cuts up photographs and makes these sort of little collages. But they are highly constrained. Like my mm-hmm. photography, uh, she and I often laugh that we, even though we're years apart, we have the same kind of ethos about the way we look at the stuff. Mm-hmm. And she. Um, at least the last time she and I talked about it, and I'll find out if she's still doing this. We kind of had like her rule was you can only cut, you can only cut three, like put together three images, mm-hmm. and it has to be with a straight line cut. And so it's not just like you're cutting out things and making a collage. That's mm-hmm. a fine way to do it. But she made this, made up this constraint. Yeah. She cuts up her snapshots in these three things, and you know, there it's super. I, I love it. Like mm-hmm. it's a great way to. To think about it, my constraint is very different, like the mm-hmm. stuff I do. But in all cases, it, it really helps to turn it into this sort of, like, what can I do given that? Yeah. What was that game? It was like a Victorian game. Was it Delicious? Not Delicious Monster. Um, <laughs> this, uh, that's something else. I remember. That. I know Delicious Monster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Um, no, it's a uh, – oh, it was something – Something monster, but basically you'd take the three pieces and someone would either draw the head, someone would draw the middle, and someone would draw the feet. Oh. It was like a parlor game. That's fun. But it's uh, but I like that she's doing this in, in a much more elevated way, much more beautiful, and that her constraints are so rigid that yeah, she's still are... able to come up with such beautiful work. The rigid stuff, I mean, it's just having – It's. I think maybe everybody needs to practice having boundaries. Mm-hmm. We're always told in therapy – <laughs> for, for everybody who's in therapy, <laughs> you're always told to have, like understand your boundaries. Boundaries are important. They are right, mm-hmm. um, and so photography is so open ended. There's so much you can do with it. You know what? I have a, a, a weird game I play. It's a different. It's a different constraint, okay. but it's a sort of this game um, when I'm when someone else is driving and I'm in a car. Mm-hmm. Particularly good in another country, but it works anywhere. Um, I take pictures out of the window of the car, like mm-hmm. some people would do. But my constraint is that I have to be shooting at right angle to the car window. So I'm looking straight out. Mm-hmm. I can't kind of aim ahead. Yeah. And so I'm looking ahead. I can see what's coming, but I've got to catch it. It's like you got one shot, yeah. right? Bang. And you see what you got. And so consequently, with the DSLR, I have it on a super fast shutter speed yeah. because the car is moving. I have a pretty good depth of field because I'm not exactly sure of the focus. I kind of pick a focus at a stop sign or something so I can kind of tell where the edges of where people might be standing or what's going on on the side of the car. But 
I find this endlessly amusing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, I've seen some of your photos, and what's what's incredible is because you do shoot at ninety degrees to the car that you're getting those like straight on shots. Like if you were angled, it wouldn't be as powerful. It wouldn't yeah, totally. be as impactful. But because they are at 90 degrees, you actually get some really, um, really remarkable moments. It's weird. And it seems like, oh, it's just random. You didn't control that. But you, I mean, you see what's coming, kind of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a car pulled off to the side of the road and guys are fixing it. And they're just in that instant. I mean, think how often you mentioned in an earlier show how you wished you had like a camera in your eye or something. Yeah, exactly. And, and you, you see it. By the time you've seen it, it's too late. Yeah. It's exactly like that. By the time you see it, it's too late. So you just have to sort of anticipate what's coming. And it and it's a slight acknowledgement of somewhat how arbitrary some photography is. You, you don't always control everything. Mm-hmm. And I've often found my favorite photos, um, they're frequently stuff that was kind of an accident. I was, wasn't, I didn't realize something was going to happen or my exposure settings were wonky in mm-hmm. some way. And so it's okay to sort of loosen up into that and just see what happens, you yeah. know? It, and, and so anyway, I'm shooting straight out of the side of the car. You know what? The other thing about this... I do like that you specified you weren't driving. Was I wasn't driving. <laughs> not that I don't do it when I'm driving, too, but I cannot... I'm not going to say that on the radio. Don't say that. Um, but I don't really do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. But... But, uh, like, but you, I do. But, but I don't. You, the, the other thing, when you're taking pictures of people... It's, as I've kind of pointed out here, it is truly invasive and um, and so, or a, a little bit of an appropriation of this, of these people who are out of your window. Mm-hmm. And while I've, I've said on, on, on the show that uh, I, I'm not a strong uh, supporter of like wandering around and taking pictures of people's kids in the street or people at the park because it's just such a, an invasive thing. For some reason, when you're in the car doing 40 miles an hour or whatever it is, even if it's kids out there, I feel, you know, I feel a little better about it. It's not any really less invasive, but they aren't interacting with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they often will see, like in that split second, that there was a guy going by in a car with a camera out the window. But I don't think they feel like someone was prying into them. They're still standing out on the street mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So you get this real moment. Um, I, 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 I can't really defend it as being really less invasive than if you're standing out there. But you are moving and you're gone very quickly. And I think if you're just getting used to shooting people... It's a way of easing into it. Anyway, it's a fun game. Yeah. And I'll, I'll post some of my pictures from doing I did it. Uh, I was at a like a yoga retreat in Nicaragua a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, my friends were driving and I just sat in the back. And normally, I, you know, you're just sitting in the back seat. I don't know, doing whatever, amusing mm-hmm. yourself, leaning forward, listening to them talk. But this was a great game to yeah. just point out. So that's that's one of my sort of constraint game, photo games. I think the important thing about constraints is it's just it gives you a starting point. I mean, if someone were to like when you're telling a joke, it's the it's the context that makes it funny. It's not if you just start with nothing, there's nothing to kind of push off against or or push on or when I'm starting a creative project, it's I need to have context. I need to have an understanding of what the boundaries are so that you can push against them in sort of a meaningful way. Otherwise, it's 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 almost paralyzing just to be like, do whatever you want. You're like, uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> whatever. It's it's nice to be able to deliver. I mean, kind of deliver on a brief or deliver on a game or deliver on whatever that that constraint is. Like, what if we did assignments? What I, if we I did? Think that's a that's a good idea. I mean, we sometimes at the end of the shows we'll ask people to try stuff, but maybe yeah. we should be more declarative. Yeah. 
What, I mean, because what if I would say like. What would help you? What would help you? Yeah, that's what I was just I was like, I'll bring it back to me. What would help me? Um, well, that's what, what we're doing here. This is a show of you it's really about helping me. Oh wow! Happier with your photographs, and everyone's along for the ride. Yeah. Well, thanks all. And now I real and I. They love you. Um, I guess for me, having something to sort of say, okay, this week let's shoot textures. That's a great and um, one. I'm looking just because I'm looking at the texture of the rug next uh-huh. to this air purifier next to a shelf. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it could be interesting just because there's textures in everything. So it'd be fun to say, okay, let's shoot textures this week, and then we can look at them and compare them, talk about what we like and what we don't like. And um, for anyone listening as well, uh, if you have pictures of textures, either that you take this week or that you have already taken and want to submit them, I would love to just look at people's pictures i think let's um i think textures is a good one it it, uh takes the pressure off of composition issues because generally speaking someone's texture picture is just going to be kind of even across the frame Mm -hmm. right you're not worrying about depth of field because it's you're probably probably at a right angle to a surface if you're getting its texture not always i don't even know i mean i guess you don't know i guess you're right you don't know leave it open um I think if we're doing textures and not worrying about black and white or color, mm-hmm. it gives um, everybody a chance to think about where the light is, for instance. Mm-hmm. If the light's behind you, things get kind of flat. If the light is uh, behind something, it gets sort of silhouetted. Your textures are best when something's sort of side-lit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really great for chipping paint or yeah. old wood, and you'll start to recognize that it's not quite as good if it's someone's face, right? You don't necessarily want a lot of texture in that unless they've got a really ruddy face in some kind of <laughs> weird way. It, I mean, you could get face texture. You could get face texture. Let's, but let's, okay, so this week's assignment. Okay. It's not like we do this once a week, but the the, the show's assignment is textures. Okay. And uh, post them, and let's see what you, what you, and I think it's just good practice, you know, have something to try to shoot and, and look at things differently. Perfect. So you'll shoot, I'll shoot, they'll yeah. shoot, we all shoot together. We'll all shoot, and we'll all We'll regroup here and look at our texture stuff. Sounds perfect. Oh, that's excellent. All right. Uh, Let's wrap it up. All right. Well, um, our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. Go to neomodern.com slash podcast to get show notes, see photos, and post comments. Please leave reviews and ratings on iTunes, and don't forget to subscribe. Um, Also, guys, we get new listeners from you telling your friends and spreading the word. So if you know someone who might get something from us, send them a link. I want to thank Mitchell Foreman for our theme music and all of you for hanging out with us. We appreciate your attention and hope we've given you some things to think about. Until next time.